Hello, loves, and welcome back to my podcast. Thank you so much for pressing play on today's episode. I am so excited to dive into what I have in store for you guys. But before I do, I just wanted to let you guys know that I have something. Why? I don't know why I just saying that. Very very random. Um, But I just wanted to let you guys know that I do have one spot available for my one-to-one self-love and confidence coaching container. So this is either a three-month or a six-month program to help a woman, a soulful woman who is looking to up-level her lifestyle, her routines, reprogram her subconscious, um, really reach this next level version of herself where she embodies self-love and confidence and is authentic and just owns who the hell she is and is just ready to take this action, ready to do the deep inner and outer work to completely transform her world so that she's magnetic to the life that she is craving, that she's desiring. So if this, it all sounds called to you, called to you, called for you, if this is calling, if this is calling your name, this spot is yours. The time, there's no better time than now to take this action, to start working on you. It's, I feel like investing in yourself is one of the best ways that you're able to launch further in your journey of obtaining whatever it is that you desire. And at the end of the day, it's it's never easy to invest in yourself and take that stride and take that step. But you also have to trust in the timing of everything that this investment is going to result in so many other up levels. And it's that this, what you're investing in yourself is going to come back to you multiplied. So if this is calling your name, here's your sign right here, right now. It's time to invest in yourself. It's time to do the damn thing. Your next level self is awaiting you. It is already there. She is ready for you to grab, to embody, to step into. And this spot is yours. So go ahead and either click the discovery link below, book in a a short 15 minute call to see if working together is aligned. Otherwise, you can go ahead and DM me on my Instagram for any extra details. Um, My Instagram handle is at Carly Keen, spelled the same way as it is on my podcast. So I'll have everything in the show notes below, but just wanted to shout that out um, because a lot of what we're going to be talking about today is all about three ways that you can start to really treat yourself with more love and kindness. And I feel like a lot of us, we may physically, like in our our outer worlds, be treating ourselves with more love and kindness, but internally, we are still really struggling with that. Like we might be working out, we might be eating well, but we're not really internally treating ourselves with love and kindness and respect on a deeper level. So we're going to go ahead and dive into three ways that you can start to treat yourself in your internal world (laughs) with more love and kindness. Um, And that will translate out as well to the way that you view yourself, to the way that you see yourself and hold your self-image, which is definitely (laughs) what results in this radiant confidence and um, sustainable self-love. So we're going to dive right on, on Whoa, I cannot speak today either, you guys. I don't know what what is going on. I don't think I've drank enough coffee yet. I'm not really sure. But you just might might might, uh, might be noticing some crazy little hiccups in my words, and that's okay. So let's go ahead and dive on in, get comfy, get cozy, grab something to drink, and let's go ahead. 
Welcome to the Magnetizing Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Carly Keen, personal trainer, college student, and in the making mindset coach. I'm excited to share with you my journey towards healing, wholeness, and self-love. If you're ready to begin magnetizing your life towards all things good energy and personal development, you're in the right place. All you need is your lovely self and a little bit of time. So let's get to magnetizing. All right, babe. So three different ways that we can start to really treat ourselves with more love, kindness, and respect in our internal world. So when I'm talking about our internal world, think about the way that you speak to yourself. Think about the way that you know yourself and the way your intentions behind things. Sometimes from an outer perspective, things might look all good and amazing and like you're treating yourself with a lot of love and respect. But at the end of the day, if things on your in, in your internal world are still pretty negative or flawed, there's not going to be a transfer and it's not going to be you're not going to get the same energy behind your actions as you would if you had more love for yourself in your internal world. So working out, eating well, moving your body, meditating, all these things are going to be 10 times more impactful and 10 times better when your internal world has loving intentions and is full of compassion for yourself and a positive self-talk. Um, because at the end of the day, if if we still don't treat ourselves very nicely in our minds and in our internal world, it's going to be hard for our actions to also hold that energy and give us the benefits that they would if they had loving intentions behind them. So I'm not sure if this is resonating with you guys, but hopefully it is because this is something that has really changed the game for everything that I do. I obviously was working out a lot and eating extremely healthy um, and was receiving a lot of praise from my external saying, oh, congrats, you're looking great. You're doing this, you're doing that. So I thought that for me, I was engaging in self-love and I was you know, getting to this confident version of myself. But then I realized that my intentions behind my actions were very, very flawed. And I was receiving praise, not because I was, I was actually holding a really healthy relationship with myself, but I was receiving praise because I was satisfying, um, basically societal beauty standards. And I was aiming to be the thinnest, version of myself. And for me, the thinnest version of myself was the most unhealthy version of myself. So you can be doing all the actions um, that according to social media or the media is being that girl. Do you guys remember that trend where it's like doing all these things to be that girl? But if your intentions and your inner world is still quite flawed or still quite toxic, doing all these actions like face masks and um, going to the gym a lot and eating really healthy. Like even if you're if you're doing all these things, but your intentions aren't loving, you're not going to receive the benefits that you would if you had loving intentions behind it. So at the end of the day, like what is giving momentum to these actions? Is it from a place of love and kindness and like truly wanting the best for yourself or you're just doing it and not really receiving any sort of giving yourself any love and instead you're doing it to basically punish yourself or um, to satisfy some sort of image that society wants for you. So we're really going to tap into all of that with these three reasons and we're going to switch around our intentions and the way we speak to ourselves and 
all that, all that shit so that we, we are doing things and we are getting the benefits out of them, not for some external validation, not to just step into the image that you're that girl, but to really feel it on a deeper level and be that girl for yourself if this is resonating at all. So three ways to treat yourself with more love and kindness on a deep, deep level. Here we go. Step number one or tip number one is to understand yourself on a deeper level. So what this means is I I want you to sit down with yourself and create a couple lists. I want you to first create a list about what you love, the things that you love to do that raise your energy, that make you feel amazing, that you're super passionate about, that light you up, that just make you feel good as hell. I want you to write a list about all that stuff. And then after you've written this list, I want you to go back with the idea in mind of, okay, what are, what are the things on this list that I might actually not really like, but someone just told me that I should like this or that this is something that I should enjoy because it should make me feel good. So you might notice certain things like eating something or, you know, cooking meals this many days a week. I don't know. Just like things like maybe lifting when you don't even like lifting. Maybe you like jump roping instead. So just go through that list after you've written it with the eye of, okay, maybe what are some things that I just wrote on this list that I might actually not really like that much. I've just been told by someone else that I should like or that should make me feel good. Um, And I just want you to go through and mark those things out. So now you have a list here that is things that truly raise your energy and truly, truly make you feel good. So after you've written that list, then I want you to go ahead and write a list of things that lower your energy and that you don't love and don't eat don't make you feel that good. So it might be in regards to the people you're around or um, that actions or habits that you do that make you not feel so good. So I want you to write that list and same thing, go through with the eye of, okay, are these things that someone just told me I shouldn't like and maybe I do really like or are these things that I actually truly don't enjoy and don't resonate with me and don't raise my energy? And then from those two lists, I want you to create two more lists. One is going to be your to-do list. So things that raise your energy and make you feel good. And then your not to-do list, your list of things that like you're just not going to do because it doesn't make you feel good. And it's okay if other people enjoy it, but it doesn't make you feel good. It's it's things that you don't vibe with. So you're not going to do it. And So then you're going to be sitting there with two lists, your to-do list, the things that raise your energy, make you feel good, and your not-to-do list, and the things that you don't do because you don't feel so good when you do them. And basically, you're getting to know this tip number one is all about getting to know what you truly like and what you truly don't like so that you can start to take action based off of these things versus what someone else desires of you or desires for you not to be. So you might have to, once you have these lists created, I I would recommend kind of looking at your lifestyle or the things that you do in your daily routine. Maybe it's that you go to the gym and you actually really hate what you're doing and it doesn't feel good because there are multiple different things that you can be doing for exercise. If for some reason like lifting or going on the treadmill or doing this or that doesn't feel good for you, like switch it up, try something else. What did you see on your list did raise your energy that you can implement instead of that? Maybe you evaluate your your routine and notice that you're eating out a lot, but you actually 
you something that raises your energy is when you're able to cook and mindfully cook and eat meals that you have with yourself at home. And um, so you can switch that around, like pick one thing from your to do list that really raises your energy and implement that in your day. Remove something that doesn't feel so good and place a to do in your day that feels good. Because when we're when we're actively doing things because it feels good for us and we're doing it because we're thinking about our future self and what our future self um, desires, like we're we're going to have better intentions behind things and we're going to be doing it for us versus to please anyone else, to please our external or just look good on the outside. We're also going to feel good on the inside if it's stuff that truly lights us up and makes us feel good. So we also have to realize that sometimes the things that are good for us don't always feel the best because we're not used to doing them. So if you are used to eating out a lot, but you know that eating at home makes you feel good. Initially, when you start to make food at home, that might not actually feel good in the moment because you're like, oh my gosh, it'd be so much easier if I could just go out and get food right now. So like the act of making food doesn't feel amazing, but then you know you're thinking about your future self and your future self is going to thank you. So with some of the the actions that make you feel good, sometimes in the present moment, you're going to have a little bit of resistance to them when you're implementing them in because they take more work. Um, But you know that your future self will thank you or that you really on a deeper level to enjoy it and it, it will make you feel good internally and um, it's just going to make you feel amazing. So really understand yourself on a deeper level. What is it that lights your energy up and feels good and what is it that you don't like so much and really get clear on where your external and the media or your influences around you have impacted the way that you go about what you like and what you don't like and really get clear on a soul level what is it that you're magnetized towards and what are the things that just you feel out of alignment when you're doing this so step number 1 also kind of works with step or tip number 2 so tip number 2 is to basically actively take care and take action with loving intentions because intentions are an the intentions you have behind your actions create the energy of the action. So if you're going to the gym because you just ate a lot and you are super upset with yourself and you feel like you're unworthy and you need to punish yourself, if you go to the gym with those intentions, you are going to feel like shit when you're at the gym because you're just pounding yourself, you're being hard on yourself, you're beating yourself into the ground. And in turn, that's just going to cause you to feel more stressed out, produce more cortisol. And at the end of the day, that's not going to serve you at all. So the more that we create intentionally loving intentions behind our actions, the more that we're going to benefit in positive ways from the actions that we're doing. So it's really important to take a step back before you do an action and ask yourself, what are my intentions behind this? Am I doing this out of love and respect for myself or am I doing this out of a place of self-hate, unworthiness, self-sabotage, because I feel like I'm not not worthy of something because I feel like I need to satisfy someone else. Whatever it is, if you find that your intentions are really flawed behind an activity, um, maybe it's time to take 
a step back and not do that activity? Or is there a way that we can switch our intention up so that we can have more loving energy towards whatever it is that we're about to do and so that it feels better for us and so that it actually returns loving energy back towards us versus creating a toxic cycle of doing something to basically punish or hurt yourself and then stressing yourself out more, putting a lot of hatred towards yourself and just creating and feeding into really toxic relationship with who you are. And I really, an example of this is when I used to work out, I I used to work out to basically lose as much weight as I could. I used to do it because sometimes I would overeat and I felt that overexercising could compensate for that when in reality it was not. I was just hurting myself and punishing myself um, for eating with exercise. And so my intentions behind exercise were extremely flawed. So I ended up creating a really, really toxic relationship with exercise until I started to heal my relationship with it through reevaluating, okay, what are my intentions behind this? Why am I doing this? And maybe I need to take some space from exercising. So now whenever I'm about to go to the gym, I ask myself, why am I doing this? What are my intentions behind this? Am I going to the gym to feel good and to honor my body, to clear my mind, to, to, move my body to feel good or am I doing it to look a certain way to punish myself to hate on my body what are my intentions because if my intentions are flawed then I shouldn't be going to the gym right now maybe I'll just stay home and stretch but if I'm feeling good and my intentions are loving and positive then I'm going to go ahead and have a kick-ass workout and it's going to feel good and I'm going to come back home and I'm going to treat my body with more respect and you're going to create this amazing loving momentum when you do more actions with loving intentions versus negative intentions. So the more that we start to create amazing intentions about what we're doing and only do actions with loving intentions, that momentum is going to keep picking up until it becomes a lifestyle of just doing things that feel good for us and honoring our bodies and our mind and our internal world and our energy way more um, than when we're just creating negative momentum, when we're doing things with negative intentions. So that is tip number two, reevaluate your intentions behind things and make sure that they're coming from a place of love versus hate and negativity. The final way, which can be really hard to implement, but step-by-step baby steps here. The final tip or step is to mindfully speak to yourself with compassion as much as possible. So this has a lot to do as well with the rest of the things that I've said. Um, But basically, I want you to get really clear as to how you talk to yourself on a regular basis. And sometimes this can be really hard to take a step back and evaluate because a lot of us have a very negative self-talk, right? Our our inner critic is just crazy loud and it seems to pick us apart all the freaking time. And so when we tune into our minds and we tune into what's going on, it can sometimes feel really overwhelming because we're like, all right, well, I don't like what's going on here, but I don't know how to stop it. It's just like these thoughts are always picking me apart and I feel like I go into these spirals and it just feels, I feel like shit, right? Well, the next step, right? The baby step in front of awareness is stopping and changing 
our direction of thought. So if you really notice that um, when you're alone in the morning and you wake up, you right away are picking yourself apart in the mirror. First thing you do, you get up, your body check, um, or you get up, you go into the bathroom and you weigh yourself. You need to become mindful of what actions really trigger this negative self-talk. And when you notice this negative self-talk coming up and you hear it and you might notice your your inner critic is like, holy shit, I can't believe you weigh this much or holy shit, I can't believe you look like this today. Like I feel like shit or it's just like your mind is just going crazy, not in a good place, picking yourself, pulling yourself apart. I want you to just become aware of it for a second, right? And it, it might feel like a lot, but what's the next step in front of you? What's the next step after awareness? The next step is integrating the voice of compassion. So it might not feel amazing when you're used to just like continuously pulling yourself apart. But if you keep doing that, you're just going to keep bringing in more and more momentum to this energy of, of negativity towards yourself. So what I want you to do is just bring awareness to it. Take a deep breath just for a second find your center. You might you might close your eyes and just visualize your energy pulling yourself away from focusing on your image or whatever it is that's going on right now that's causing you to really have a negative inner voice. Just taking a sec- second to breathe, closing your eyes, visualizing your energy, just whatever you want to see your energy as, maybe like an aura, color, whatever it is, visualizing your energy And then just inviting in the voice of compassion. So you can either, maybe it helps if you visualize your inner child, what advice would you give to them if they were struggling with something like this, a younger version of yourself? What would a friend tell you if you're struggling um, with something like this, with these thoughts? And then just bring, bring in that voice of compassion. You say, hey, I understand that what you just saw didn't feel good and that is so valid but I want you to remember that your your worth does not solely stem from this. And even though you are feeling really negative about yourself, you are still deserving of nourishing your body today or feeling good today or whatever it is that you need to say to yourself to feel better. So usually when I'm speaking to myself, I usually validate first what I'm going through. I say, hey, what you just saw, what what you just experienced is super valid. And I'm really sorry you're feeling this. But even though, and then I usually say an even though statement. So even though you're experiencing this right, right now, you still deserve to blank. So you still deserve to nourish yourself. You still deserve to be treated with love today. You still deserve to have boundaries today. You still deserve to honor your energy today. Whatever it is, so that it can kind of veer your thoughts back on this track of more positive thinking about yourself because a lot of times it's just the fact that we continue to think and think and think really really negative things about ourselves without awareness and so that negative voice has so much momentum and so much power that we just have to bring awareness and say whoa 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 like you do not deserve to talk to me like that we do not deserve to pick ourselves apart We're going to stop ourselves right here, right now and bring in our voice of compassion. And for me, my voice of compassion is my highest self. It's this loving energy that we all hold within us, um, but this just often gets muted by the ego or um, limiting beliefs or things that we've been told by our external. And we just have to bring in that voice of compassion more and more and more to create more momentum more often (laughs) 
don't know how many times I just said more there. Um, but more momentum, more often of positivity and self-love and care. And like I said, it doesn't have to, like when we're, when we're talking to ourselves, we don't, we want to make sure that it can resonate with us. We, we, we can't just go off and say some random affirmation that does it all doesn't at all resonate. That's why sometimes affirmations do not work because we don't believe them, right? And so whatever it is that you're experiencing, just think of this voice of compassion giving you love from one step up. So if you're really struggling with something that you did, you didn't do something right, say, hey, this is valid, but what, what's one step up from hating on yourself for that? Well, it's it's recognizing that it's okay to feel this way, but you still deserve to care for yourself today, or you still have many other things that you did right today or something like that. So I hope that that tip resonated with you. Speaking to yourself with compassion takes time, especially if you've been programmed and for so long you've been speaking to yourself very poorly. This takes time, but these three tips slash steps combined really allow you to shift the way you treat yourself from within. And it's like you're you're shifting it from within, but it's also reflecting into your external. So it's just like this ripple effect. You first do the work within and then your external work, the external world follows with. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, go ahead and leave a review on either Instagram, Instagram, Once again, I don't know where my mind's at. I've just recorded three podcast episodes in a row. So that's probably it. And it's like a Sunday, but I'm like, I got to get these prepped before the new month. So um, forgive my, forgive like all these actually crazy thoughts in this episode. I kind of feel like I went all over the place. I did have to make some cuts, which is super not normal for me. I usually just go straight through, which is why sometimes it's like I say the same thing 20 times um, in an episode, but it is what it is. I'm a one girl show here. I'm running the whole thing. So we got to do what's efficient sometimes. But um, if you did like this episode, leave a review on um, iTunes or Spotify. Let me know how you enjoyed it. Let me know if you had any amazing takeaways from here, how this could how this helped you out. Um, and I'm sending you guys all the love and light. Once again, I'll leave the links to a discovery call or my Instagram page. If you're interested in working together in a container or just booking a single session with me, I'm here for you. I adore you guys and I appreciate all your support and I hope you have a lovely rest of your day.